Hey everyone, welcome to episode 58 of the At the Coffee Table podcast. I am Jason Clank, your host, and this is going to be a fun one. I uh, had a goal in the last month or two to have more than just me and one guest. And with some very hard scheduling work later, which trying to arrange for schedules is is fun, uh, we are able to bring to you a, a panel around uh, today that we're going to talk about personal development and growth mindset something I've wanted to get these ladies' uh, opinion and direction on. So I'll give you an introduction. So with us today, we have Alexis Tierney. Cool. Alexis is returning to the podcast, was on it earlier this year. Uh, Alexis is the second generation owner and head instructor at Tierney's, Tierney's excuse me, Martial Arts. She's the daughter of Greg and, and Judy Tierney. And it, Greg Tierney has been a, a staple in martial arts in the central New York area. If you don't know, uh, for 51 years and she's taken over the business and uh, continues to thrive with the martial arts school uh, that her dad started. Uh, and her and her husband, Jordan, also own and operate an e-commerce store called Luke Vintage, some really super cool vintage clothing and merchandise. Also, I have Jackie Hanks. Jackie's not only my neighbor, uh, her and her, her husband and I also do real estate together, but Jackie's a registered dietitian and nutritionist uh, and she's certified in diabetic care, diabetes care, and education. She's an educational uh, specialist at the VA, so she works with our veterans. Um, I laughed, kind of laughed at her bio a little bit because she likes to spend time with her family and says exercising. And anybody that doesn't know Jackie, if you do know Jackie, she's more than just exercising. She's my one of my you know fitness heroes. Um, and then we have uh, Elizabeth Randall or Liz. Uh, Liz is a, neurosur a neurosurgery, easy for me to say, nurse <laughs> practitioner um, who currently works at St. Joe's Hospital, single mom of two, um, and has worked through several obstacles, a lot of uphill climbs, uh, you know, going through her career from an RN to a nurse practitioner um, and moving through everything that life has thrown at her in the meantime. Thank you, ladies, for my long-winded introduction. Today, I wanted to have a, this discussion about personal development and growth mindset. And the, the reason that I, I decided to do um, this podcast today is just a lot of based on what we've all kind of gone through in the last year, moving up through now, you know, some, some, most of it wasn't easy. A, a lot of it was hard. And it really, in, in the mental health world, I think, you know, it just shone a really bright light on how personal development and, and having a growth mindset can get you through just about any situation. And, you know, I come from a background where mental health wasn't a, a big priority and mental health and mental health care was, you know, the, the, the extent that it went was suck it up and deal. That was mental health care and move along. Um, so, and, and I worked with some great people, but I also worked with some great people that got burned out. And, you know, I know of police officers and EMTs that were so burnt out that, you know, they took their own life, which is probably the most extreme extent of, of that situation. So, where do, you know, where I want to begin is, and you guys can kind of chime in and, and go along is, you know, we all have our stories. We all have our, the roads that we traveled. You know, kind of along those same lines of a lot of people and people on this panel was, 
you know, going through life and going through a divorce or a loss of life or, you know, a, a change in life that is kind of brought us where we're at now. What do you think in your own personal opinions, you guys can jump in, um, is probably a good starting point, a starting point for people that are looking to personally develop and personally get better. Well, I think I'll, I'll kind of start off. I think that people have to kind of start thinking two, three, five years in advance, because I kind of feel like with personal development, you can get into a, a personal development podcast, you can start a book, but you have to create a habit of consistency. Like it really has to become um, like a pillar in your life and part of your daily routine and know that it's, it's going to become part of you, but it just takes a lot of time for it to actually come to fruition the way that you anticipate it or expect it to. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think a lot of the growth that, that I've had is the same thing, absorbing content, reading books to, you know, finding those avenues to get that education. And one of the ones that I find I find just just extraordinary is I've listened to a lot of Dr. Amen stuff. Um, Dr. Amen is a, a well-known, world-renowned uh, neuroscience or psychologist, um, and he talks about brain health and a lot of um, drug problems, health problems, mental health problems, all stem with brain health. And I guess I'll direct this towards Liz. Liz, it, it, what is your kind of take or opinion or you know best? most educated um, advice in that area. So, so when it comes to brain health, actually, we have neuroplasticity. So I'm not super well versed on the brain. I do a lot more spinal stuff, but it really does take time. And just like Alexis said, the more that you do it, the more that your brain can grow and learn those things, just like your muscles. Your brain is a right. muscle. And right. one of the best things to do really is kind of set up a routine and keep doing it. And it's, it's just like our bad habits. You know, if you are continuously doing something good, you'll fall into line. And then maybe that can be a habit that you have and then build off of that. And right. so our brains right. can build new connections. It just takes a while. Neurons are really slow growers. A lot of times they don't grow back. So you just got to keep at it and keep moving. Yeah. Uh, Jackie, you're the resident expert on, on, on diet and nutrition. And, you know, a lot of what I've learned is, you know, what you're putting in is what you're getting out. And what you're putting in the engine is how the engine's going to turn. Um, and you're, in your professional opinion, I'm sure you can see a connection between diet, nutrition, and, you know, brain or mental health. Absolutely. There's, there's some data on food and mood out there, certainly you know, things that stimulate the pleasure center. And certainly there's a connection with dopamine, serotonin and, and sugar intake. So we actually found on some of the psychiatric units, um, they were implementing different snacks at night because some of the medication that they'll take will make them hungry, keeps them up at night. And if they ate like ice cream or cookies or cake, it would kind of change their mood um, for the short term. So they were finding if they added a little bit more protein or more so um, substantial types of snacks, they were having better results. So certainly yeah. I'm, and you know, I'm very of the mindset of, of moderation because I do find that we need to have those fun foods in order for us to still have that balance. Um, but you know, 80, 20, 90, 10, 70, 30, whatever percentage you want right. to put out there, 
um, you have to have that balance. And, and a lot of nutrition comes with behavior change. And that's what I, from working in the inpatient setting where I was in the ICU and had control over everything that was going into my patients. Now it's, I'm out in the real world and trying to facilitate behavior change, long-term behavior change. Um, so it can be a challenge because we, we hold on to food. We have very uh, tight connections to food, whether it's family, it's emotional, it's not just, we don't eat just to, to live a lot of time. Right. The fuel. Right. And, and it's interesting because I kind of picked up on the behavior change and it made me think of my, or, or, or just the whole personal development road. And I, I, I talked about this before where for a, for a, quite a while, you know, my mindset was if you walk down the street and pass me by and say, hey, how you doing? It was terrible, terrible, terrible. Every day, terrible. Didn't like what I was doing. Didn't like where I was. Didn't like who I, who I was. Um, and then as I started, you know, I, I got into this whole business world and, and real estate and doing different things and learning different things and being exposed to different content, you know, and learning how the mindset and, and how what you project is what you're getting back. What you project is how you are. And now where you walk down or you call me on the phone, it's, hey, how you doing? Fantastic. Great today. Doesn't matter if I'm having the worst day ever. You know, I'm I'm fantastic. I'm great because uh, anything else is just less than acceptable. So, um, and, and we've all had the, the difficulties of different. Liz, I mean, I think you and I are kind of the the only divorcees here, and you girls can correct me if I'm wrong. But um, and, and that's that's a process. But but especially when, we, when you have kids and you you got oh, yeah. you, have, you have kids. And now, now you're trying to manage your mess <laughs> and, and move on. And somebody else's mess on top of it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. Um, you know, and I agree with you though on that. I, I was actually just talking to a friend about this the other day that if you're continuously telling yourself like, oh, I'm a failure. I failed my marriage. I'm a bad mom. I'm a single mom. That's all you're ever gonna be is Right. If you just keep yeah. telling yourself that over and over, so yep. you got to change the way you talk to yourself too. You wouldn't tell your best friend, "Oh, you're a failure" because they got divorced, yep. or because they ate a cookie. Oh, you're bad for eating that cookie. You'd say, "Yeah, it's okay. Tomorrow, eat a salad. Avoid the cookies." Yep. And I really like the idea of speaking to ourselves like we would our best friend. Yeah. That. Oh, that's that's very yeah. good. Um, and Alexis, you really, you do a great job with content. Speaking on these, yeah, <laughs> no, seriously, speaking on these, this type of, of motivational and, and growth mindset and having these conversations with yourself and being confident. I think that's what you kind of bring, bring forth in your content is being confident. Yeah. I, you know, I think I was like, you and I have talked, I felt very privileged yeah. as a kid because my dad was really into like the Zig Ziglar tapes. So, I mean, riding around the car and be hearing this type of content all the time, they were cassette tapes back then. But I think, Jason, did you mention the fact, what, what percentage of the population actually engages in personal development? It was like a really small figure. Do you, do you know? Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't can't remember now. Yeah, I can't remember. It was remember like less than 10%. Yeah. So if that number, I mean, how many people are aware of it? And then whatever fraction of those people are actually engaging with it consistently. So I kind of 
I know what it does and what it brings to my life and how it's helped me because this has been a really difficult year. It's not just something to do. Like in for me, it's like this is necessary. This is how I'm getting through whatever I've got going on and getting to the other side the way I want to. But yeah. as far as sharing it and content is concerned, if that number of people aren't even if this isn't even on their radar, like this should be on the radar because it's life changing. Like how many people could benefit from this? And that was one thing that when I started the karate program again, like we would always have chats with the students on the floor about this type of thing, but it wasn't, it was never like the organized way that it should have been. And so that's yep. what I took it with and I ran with it. And it's like, if these kids can start at least absorbing this at their age, I, you know, it's, it's got to serve them well down the road for a hundred percent for sure. Yeah, so you know just what? establishing that. Yeah, you know, you just have to nail right on the head because I wish it's one of those if I knew then what I know now kind of thing. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But like me, I've got all age myself. Start. <laughs> I, I come from a generation yeah. that didn't. We we didn't have the internet. We didn't have this connection. If you wanted to learn something, you had went to the library and read it in a book. Um, now as as connected as we are, and as much as we have access to different information, be it nutrition or personal development or um, exercise or whatever, it, it almost it almost seems frivolous not not to take advantage of, of what because there's a lot of good with the, all the bad that, that is out there, too. Yeah. And it's so accessible now. I mean, it's right there on your phone. And I yep. love reading a book. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes it just, there's just not enough time. And so right. to like just passively absorb it, even though I'm not like 100% focused on every word and every idea. I mean, maybe Liz, like you can attest to that, like it's still coming into your brain. And it's still like, there's still some level of processing. So maybe not every day is like a perfect day when it comes to paying attention. But I mean, it's got to <laughs> be better than nothing, right? <laughs> well, absolutely. 100%. I yeah. think that, you know, one of the things that I read more than, you know, I couldn't even cite one place because there's so many that changing like your social media content even just instead of get rid of like those meme pages that are just crap and start following pages that are more positive. There's more than enough out there. Some that show healthy alternative lifestyles where you're eating better, exercising, doing things like that. And yeah. then you're just scrolling through and you're actually seeing like, oh, I'm going to smile at this, even if it's just puppies. You're smiling and you're releasing yeah. those endorphins and dopamine and how can you be wrong <laughs> yeah right absolutely um and even you know fitness models and things that you see i have patients who will see them and say well i was doing this workout and i wanted to look like her and i was following this and it's not happening they get really discouraged with their own progress comparing them to accounts that they see but that's what these people do for a living they're exercising their nutrition. It, it's very different. So even just purging your account of, or of people you follow that aren't serving your purpose or your mental health or making yeah. you feel like you're making any type of project progress. They 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 may not be. They're not bad people. They're just not people for you to motivate that, you. That that is a hundred percent right. Because you're the sum of your surrounding circle, and if within mm -hmm. your circle of influence. You have your circle of concern and circle of influence and within your circle of of because your circle of, of concern is your your family your children but your circle of influence within that circle if you're not raising I, I, I by no means made this up if you're not raising the temperature in the room if you're not surrounding yourself by people of like-minded that are trying to excel and trying to get better and they want you to do better and they want you to excel 
and you have that accountability and you have those types of, of growth-minded conversations, it just makes you better. And, and I wouldn't have believed it 20 years ago. I believe it now. Yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> I mean, also on the flip side, if you're in a room and your energy is over here and everybody else's energy is over there, it almost pulls away from you. Mm -hmm. So yeah. distancing yourself, I mean, as kindly as, I hate to say that, but as kindly as possible, sometimes it's just like, I think it's a common, you see like you can change the people around, you can't change the people around you, but you can change the people around you. Like sometimes that is something that needs to be done. Something that yeah. needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Cause if you're, I've seen it all too often in, in my lifetime, I've seen it all too often where you're, you're just, you're, you're in, you're in a group or you have a group of friends and they're all just coasting in life. And that's what they do. They coast. And the worst thing, and this is my, my new, I don't know what you want to call it, but it's my new thing is, you know, getting to end of life and having regrets and yeah. not, not doing what, what you're passionate about, not doing what you love, not doing um, something that's fun and, and, you know, ramps you up each, each and every morning. Um, because I think we've all been there, but I know how I worked with so many people that they had to work a 30 year career and they were trying to max out on their retirement benefit and they get to, and, and they may be 59, 60 years old, but they're trying to max out on that, that retirement benefit and they're tired and they didn't, they were burnt out. And I, boy, I've never woke up so much watching that happen to several people. Um, and it's like, man, I don't, I don't want to be 60 years old and go, well, this is all I did. You know, now I'm going to go wait to die. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's huge. That's a really good point. I think, I think there's a lot of pressure on people to, and, and it's hard to adjust because now you, yeah, especially those trying to max out your retirement, you're doing it for your family, right? But um, you kind of have to choose you too sometimes. I, yeah. I don't know if that's something you dealt with too, Jason, as you know, divorcees. But I had to say, all right, what am I going to do with myself? I actually can take time from my kids and choose me. And I think that's really difficult for some people. I kind of got lucky that I had time taken away from me. I try to look at it at least like that, but there's pressure yeah. on people to just keep grinding away. And I think it's so hard on society, especially oh, ours. Yep. Yeah. Jackie, were you going to say something? I kind of forget what I was going to say, but it was like that. It was exactly what you said. Yep. And, oh, so I'll bring up a, a, one thing I was going to say before is thinking about bringing people up bringing people up and empowering people. And one yeah. of the cool things that involves Jackie and her, her workout crew was they're, they're all on video trying to do a personal best. And these ladies are pushing more weight than I can push on the floor with dumbbells and cheering each other on. Like there's three or four of you in that video, cheering each other on to max out on this, on this uh, chest press. And I'm like, man, that's cool. And, and that's the way things should be. You know, if you're at work, you're in your family, whatever, that's the way things should be is standing there and, and knowing they may hurt themselves, <laughs> cheering, cheering them, cheering themselves on. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think, but that's something over the pandemic in 
my own personal fitness journey was finding this group of people at the gym that I go to. And every morning we like hold each other accountable to be there. We support each other. And I've been in situations where, you know, I had friends at the gym, but it, it's not always the same. Sometimes there's somebody, they may not be cheering with you or for you. They're kind of judging you or worrying about what you're wearing or want to tell you about all the drama that's going on, which is fine. You know, you can confide in each other there, but when we're there, we're just, lifting each other up encouraging each other and even at the end of the day. So it's just a very nice, positive group of people that I've found because of the pandemic, because I, I was trying to figure out where I can start to work out and waking up. I would never wake up at six, you know, five 30 in the morning to go work out with anybody else. But I know that this group is going to be there and they're supportive. And that's been, been huge. Cause you know, I'm not very tall. I'm four ten. Um, I've always had like, I guess growing up as a Puerto Rican and an Italian um, female, we have different issues with, I've had some insecurities about whether it's facial hair, body type, however it is. I had trouble fitting in different places. Um, so, you know, I was did well with nutrition and now finding this group here, it's been huge for me even in my, in my 30s, finding a group of people that are show up for you and support you no matter what. And during a pandemic, um, it's been huge for my mental health to have a group there um, and my family too. But, you know, this group of people that didn't know me before, but they're there every day. So it's huge. Yeah, that's awesome. That, that's great. And Alexis, I'm sure you see that within within the martial arts classes and, and what yeah, you oh what you have structured within the within the, the uh, school. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't just some background. I've been teaching virtually since beginning of august and so you know the interaction on the screen it's 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 good it's not the same as being together and since we came back together for in person like the energy it's i mean it's it's taking of course more energy from me but it's like it's so much more gratifying it's like we need that social connection and that energy share that positive energy it makes such a huge difference yeah yeah no doubt for everybody involved for, for everybody. And even, yeah. even recently now, all of a sudden, you know, masks are optional. And, you know, I was, I was sitting with a friend of mine and we were discussing real estate and we were at um, a local restaurant and we we're just like, wow, it's cool to see people's smiles and see their faces and not have them stuck yeah. behind a mask. Who would have thought in 2021 or 2020 that facial expressions and smiles were, were a lost, lost activity based on something that, you know, happened worldwide. Right. And so quickly. So quickly. Yep. You know, some simple things that you never really thought about. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that brings up an interesting thing. Speaking of mass and this whole pandemic and, and growth mindset and the mind itself, Liz, what, what were the mindsets as this whole thing went through with the hospital and the healthcare workers? And was it strong one day? I want to kill someone the next. No. <laughs> You know, co-worker, I, not patient. Yeah, no, I, I've got to tell you, honestly, healthcare people banded together. Like, you want to see some solidarity, put a bunch of people that have, you know, the COVID people are so sick and it was so scary, but we were just together. I can remember being on the floor. I was an RN when COVID started and we just had each other's back, like, you know, don't go in there, we're unsure, or, hey, I can get you whatever you need if you need a break. It was, 
it's uplifting to see that from my point of view. Um, and I'm sure Jackie, you probably encountered a lot of that too. You just, we watched, I mean, I watched colleagues just crumble under the pressure of the weight. I Nurses taking patient loads that is just unheard of, unsafe. Um, and you're trying to do your best. And I think in that situation, it is just so humbling that you can't possibly say, I, Susie's a snot. She didn't get that person up today. What are you going to do? Oh my God, Susie's crying in the corner. She didn't get that person up today. Yeah, it brought people together more than anything. Um, and it really shined a light on how unfair healthcare is, not just to staff, but to patients. And honestly, like there's a failure here and I won't get on a soapbox about that, but it really sh shined a light, shine a light. There needs to be more. Wow. Yeah. Jackie, what'd you see at, at, at your, at your hospital and, and all that, what happened? Well, I will say there were many stories, but I being in the outpatient clinic in the hospital, I worked from home most of the time. And if right, my right. complaint was wearing my face shield and my mask when I had my two or three patients that were actually physically there, I, I can't say that I was able to feel the same way. Um, but there were our inpatient staff and the doctors and they were all feeling it. But like you said, they band together, no matter who you are, you could be the top physician, you're one of the nurses, you're one of the LPNs, you're a CNA, no. you're everyone came together and was supportive. You know, I, I have not seen that before either. So it was it was wonderful to see. Uh, I, I did not go through it the way that a lot of other people did, like you did, Liz, either. Uh, I was supporting my patients, but it was difficult to even be there for them and do things virtually, whether it was this way or even over the phone, and provide the same support and care. Uh, I was thankful to have a job and be there for them, but right. we the first time being back um, full time at the hospital and seeing people was April 23rd. Oh, wow. Oh, well. You still must have had a lot of frustration. I just communicate across anyway. And then, you know, the patients are frustrated too. It's just, yeah. so I'm sure you felt a lot of it. The scariest thing I think for me was that people were just kind of falling off. Like I'm working in their, essentially in their doctor's office, if you will, mm -hmm. the dietitian in the doctor's office. I'd call them and a lot of my appointments changed from nutrition to like, how are you getting food? How are you getting transportation? You have a big wound on your foot. Nobody knows about it. Your medication's been expired for three months. Like you're not telling anybody, but you're telling me you're like, well, I haven't had an appointment because it got canceled or I, I refused to do a telephone appointment. I wanted to be seen mm -hmm. and seeing me. So there was a lot of what service recovery or even just like putting out fires where I could communicate to the doctor, the pharmacist, the cardiologist, like this is what's happening. I had one guy that I was talking to him and he said, you know, I've been eating a lot, but I gained like 15 pounds in the last like four days and I can't really breathe. And I was like, that is not from yeah. what you ate. Like, well, I haven't oh. taken four basics in like in maybe a week. Oh. Like, you yeah. know, you have CHF, like this is, this is an actual emergency and you're just casually talking to your dietitian about it um, and worried about, well, maybe it's because I had, you know, that Burger King or whatever, you know, it just, mm -hmm. 
So that was more of my role. I, I think I took over the last year was trying to be that that connection for people because we had longer appointment times as well. Um, so they'll start to tell you things that are really not related to our actual appointment, but yeah, are important yeah. to their life and their health. Wow. I think that's amazing that you pass that on to and caught on to that because you probably saved that guy's life. I mean, he could have went into fluid overload so easily and CHF. So yeah, I think it's amazing. And that's just another example of why being there for your people, surrounding yourself with, you know, those that are going to yep. support you. I mean, granted, yeah. you can't always pick you the people you work with, but it's the same thing. If somebody's yep. falling through, hopefully your support people are there with you. It's, I like it. Yeah. I think it made a lot of positive impacts, even with the negatives. Yeah, and it can help if, carry you through those tough times when you have that team. Not to say yeah. like, misery, it's not misery loves company, but you're coming together and doing something absolutely difficult. It's it's gut-wrenching, it's heart-wrenching, it, it pulls at all the strings. You know, you're physically and mentally exhausted, but you're still banding together because you, this is your job, but it's also a passion. You're caring for people, you're taking care of them, and you're taking care of each other. Mm -hmm. And, and you, know, you, you, you guys had, had hit it on a couple of things there, and I was thinking how out of, out of this whole thing that this last year that's happened, I think it showed people where you can make changes, you can make pivots, you can follow the something that you are passionate in and follow that to the end just to see. I, I've had, you know, I'm not, it still blows my mind, I'm on 58 episodes of this, if, but if it wasn't for the pandemic, I may not have jumped off the cliff to do this podcast. I was thinking about it. I was planning it. I was dabbling in it. But when, when the lockdown happened and really wasn't doing, doing much anything, well, what the hell? We'll do So now I'm 50, 58 episodes later. And I've had really great guests on. And, and, and it's always fun to me or for me, you know, talking to a guest and, and then they get into something they're passionate about. I've had friends on. I've had professionals on. And you start talking about something they're passionate about and everything changed. They're like jumping out of their chair and they're, you know, they're, you know, doing all kinds of stuff because this is, this is truly what they want to speak about. Um, and I think that in the, in the personal development realm of things, the more, the more you get ramped up, the more you get excited, the more you can tell people about it, the, mm -hmm. the, the more, the happier that you are and the more that you get advanced. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it trickles down to, you know, like yeah. just Alexis, you're, you're posting things that are about confidence and, and positive. And then somebody sees that and yeah. hopefully maybe they share it and then their friends see it and just, yeah. it, it spreads. It's, you know, they're contagious. And there's happiness. And, 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 contagious. Jackie, and Jackie was talking about, too, about accountability. That's yeah. the other part I want to take accountability is if you're yeah. with folks of like-minded and the same passion, and now you can, now you can hold each other accountable in order to have that growth. There's really something to that. Like if you have a coach or accountability partner or whatever it might be, there's something to that of, hey, you're not, you know, you were supposed to do A, B, and C, and you only did A and part of B, and, and now you're behind schedule, you know, you're not hitting your goal or whatever it might be. Come on, ramp it up. Right, right. And that can be in any, any area of your life, whether it's the gym, at work, here at home, you know, we have, my husband and I have a lot of conversations about goals and where we want to be and where we want to see ourselves. And, you know, him doing real estate like Jason, 
I even talked about wanting to eventually like stage homes. I think that would be so much fun. It's nothing in my wheelhouse whatsoever, but I like to decorate my own home. So I feel like that could be something that's fun. That could be separate from what sometimes feels like work, but could be something else to work towards. So I think that you never yeah, know. And there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, Alexis, you're, you martial arts and vintage clothing. I mean, they're, they're not yeah. really hand in hand. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I wanted to ask about that. I just wasn't sure how to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get some info? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, for the you know the vintage thing, it's, my husband was already into that, and of course, I'm already being in the family of what I'm into with the martial arts. So we just kind of bring it together. <laughs> yeah. It, it, but you know, it's I'm sure between Alexis, between you and your husband, and you running the the martial arts business and helping him with with Luke vintage uh, and giving your insights and, and drive and helping. I, I mean, that's, that's probably really helped that business because you yeah. were able to learn from your dad and, and running the martial arts business. And now it's, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure it's transferred into the clothing business. It is. Yeah. I mean, of course there are some differences and, and what I know is what I know with what I'm familiar with, but running right. a business is, I mean, when you come down to it, it's running a business and, you know, making the same types of decisions and the same type of marketing and, you know, what works with social media, it doesn't matter what you're into, it works. So right. it's providing that value is so important. So however, whatever you are in business for, making sure that you provide value to attract that ideal audience. That's it. That's bottom yeah. line. hundred percent. Yep. And I don't think yeah. a lot of people, it, it takes time to, to, to grasp that, like how, okay, how would this business, are you adding value to people's lives? Okay. I know how to do that with martial arts really well. How do we do this with a t-shirt business? You know, how do we educate, make people want to <laughs> stick around and, and, and hang out and watch what we have, right. you know, going on in our page. So, yeah. It's, you know, and, and like I, I do, well, so I do some coaching and real estate agents and a, a lot of what I talk to them about is like, listen, a lot of it's trial, trial and error. And yeah. if you're doing something well, keep doing that and do more of it. If it's not working so well, stop doing it. So I think that transferred to if you're doing something that's well for you and you're, it's good for you and it doesn't harm you financially or physically or it doesn't harm your family or your children, then, mm -hmm. you know, follow your passion and do more of it. And mm -hmm. if, it, if it doesn't stick, all right, fine. It didn't stick, but at least, at least you tried and at least you went down that road. Well, I think the beauty of the social media as well is it can connect you with people. I mean, if you see somebody oh, doing yeah. something really well and you admire that, like go follow that person, figure out what's their recipe. What are they doing? How is, mm -hmm. that's what I've done. And, you know, following people yep. who are doing it on a big level and who are there to educate others on how to do it, you know, they'll give you confidence and inspiration just by absorbing their content. It's like, I can do that. Yeah, I could do that, you know, and then you start to you start to evolve and and grow and and attract other like minds to 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 be in your circle. Right so I there. think that's yeah. I mean, there's always it's access right to people. That's for sure. For sure. We're all so well connected. And yeah. so this time last year I was listening. So one of my favorite podcasts I listen to is Real Business Owners. These guys grew their accounting business to this this nationwide uh, just uh, just a huge um, accounting firm, but they also do all this this other stuff now. And they were talking about people that are successful just want to help, and yeah. and they you know they're just looking to help. And if you don't ask, they're not going to help. So if you want to have interaction with them, just ask them. So I went, hmm, all right. 
So I reached out to Trevor Cowley and Real Business Owners and said, hey, I, lo I love your content. I love your podcast. I'd love to have you on mine. Sure. When do you want to do it? And I, then I fell out of my chair. So, <laughs> and it was just, awesome. just, and these guys have thousands, probably millions now, but then they had hundreds of thousands of followers and they put out great content and he was going to give me 30 minutes of his time on, on my central New York podcast. And I was just floored by it. That's amazing. It's yeah. like, yeah, you got to take the shot. And what's the worst he's going to say? No, no, not now, Sorry, not yeah. yet. Yeah. Okay, well, we have a conversation to work off of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. It's, it, you know, I've had a lot of cool conversations with people that I've connected socially. And I, I mean, I, I got, I connected with Alexa socially, Liz socially, Jackie mm -hmm. and I live next door to each other. So it was bound to happen anyway. Um, <laughs> But there's, there's many people, I just had a conversation yesterday looking into coaching for myself with a very successful um, uh, coach who's created a coaching business um, and, and making those connections. And it was a really friendly, because to me, it's like, man, you, you, you connect with these, raising that temperature in the room, but you're, you're connecting with these, these super successful people. It's like, what am I going to talk to them about? Are they really going to take me seriously? Or are going to think I'm yeah. an idiot kind of thing? And the whole imposter syndrome that starts playing loud. Yeah. Um, so, it, but having those connections, having those conversations, you just never know where, where, where it's going to go. So I guess that's my point. <laughs> Anybody else have a similar situation? I would say passion. When you're talking about something you're passionate about, it shows. So certainly yeah. somebody that is, going to be coaching you will see that will feel that as they're yeah. talking to you so i feel yeah. that we can hold ourselves back more than anybody else being mm -hmm. not having the confidence in our abilities but we are experts in our field we're experts in knowing what we are passionate about so there really is no reason why we can't just go for what we want like alexa said what's the worst they can say no or yeah. not now um, absolutely it, it doesn't work way yeah. And, and I think confidence is a process. Like, I don't think there's yeah. ever like, I mean, is there really an end game? Like you, you know, you're, you're constantly, if you're moving circles, like I, I think it's a growth process and I, yeah. I, I don't know, maybe somebody can correct me, but I'm not sure if it ever ends. Like, I just think it just continues to evolve. Oh, well, hundred percent. You know, it's yeah. like even, even starting on social and, 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 and making videos and taking pictures and stuff. My initial real estate stuff, I, I must have said, uh, every other word. Uh, it, it, see? So it's one of those things where you, you get more confident. Because I talk to real estate, real estate agents now that they're not sure about social and putting their content and putting themselves out there. And I don't like the way I sound or I like the way I look. Well, too bad. That's the way you sound. That's the way you look. So just, just have at it. You're just going to get better at it is the more you do it. Yeah. You got to eliminate the self-doubt for sure. Yep. And yep. I was like that. I mean, I would only post if, you know, I had a baby, happy anniversary. It's my birthday. Like that was it like three times a year. And then once the businesses I could see, like once we were transitioning to a virtual format with the karate school, there was no storefront. Like this is the storefront right here. Like yeah. if you want to know what we're doing, there's no other way to find yep. out. Like, what are you going to like? nobody's going to know about it. So that's the way, I mean, for sure, the easiest and cheapest way to, to be seen and have your business recognized. And you can learn a lot. I think, 
I think we can all agree. You can really, there's some good stuff out there that you can learn a lot from. There's a lot of value being being yeah. uh, presented and posted out there, even Absolutely. amongst all the awful stuff. It's free. And, and it's yeah. free. Yeah. It's free. Yeah. yeah. And the I, algorithm I is smart. The, the more you're interacting yeah. with certain types of pages, that's what it's going to show you. So you don't even realize oh, yeah. that the other end of the internet exists. Like I don't even, that's not even on my radar anymore. Yeah. Yep. And to make that point, you know, if anybody's listening, that's a good place to start because that all the algorithm can also put you in a hole. So yeah. you're just yeah. constantly looking at things that are making you feel sad and kind of putting you in that victim mentality. Yeah. It's going to be hard to see content that's getting you out of it. That makes you feel comf comfortable. So start now, just start following. Oh man, I would never think to follow a karate person but maybe now's the time follow alexis and jackie and and they can help just a little yeah. bit i think that yeah. it's something any step towards the life that you want is yeah. a big step even if it's a little one and just taking that step yeah take, go take that step don't sit there and think about it you know thinking and thinking i might i might i maybe later maybe next week maybe just just do it. You know, it goes back to the whole regret thing. You know, I get to end of life and have regrets. And if you're just going to think about it, I don't know how many conversations out of the years. So well, I'm going to think about it. Maybe later, maybe next year. Um, and then it never happens. And then, you know, it's, yeah. it's like, uh, what do I do now? Or maybe oh, I wish I did that last year. I wish I did that podcast last year. And um, <clears throat> it's, Man, it, there's so much opportunity. I tell people that all the time. There's so much mm -hmm. opportunity out there right now. If you want to work towards it or do it or find it, there is so much opportunity out there right now. I think the biggest mistake people make is they think that there's like some light bulb moment where it's like, now is the right time. There's never right. a right time. It's just, no. you just get in there. Like yep. you're never yep. going to know enough. You're never going to you just get in there and and if that doesn't work okay that's a lesson let's pivot and figure something else out like that's that's it it's just a process and once people understand yeah. it like there's there's no perfect it's never perfect nope no it's definitely not, <laughs> not even perfect. but like you're saying too that positive self-talk comes into play everywhere and it's so easy to focus on the negative and what we didn't do what we could have done better but instead yep. of highlighting all of our strengths, what we did positive, what we're doing, where we started from and where we are now, that's, that's huge. Um, and I, you know, saying this, I lose sight of that sometimes too, especially when you get oh, yeah. the drama of whether it's work or you're just, everybody around you is just kind of going on and about the negative things, you kind of spiral and it, it's good to get out of that and remember, you kind of almost shake yourself a little and say, no, I've been here, I'm here now. And where yeah. do I want to go? Absolutely. So, ladies, I have taken up enough of your time here on a what's what's today? Wednesday night. Wednesday. Um, <laughs> so, any closing remarks? Any cool projects you have coming up? How do people connect with you? Ready, Alexis? Go. <laughs> um, you guys can follow me. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. It's Alexis Tierney Cool. That's my my handle. Um, I just restarted in-person classes for karate and kickboxing. So I'm excited about that pivot. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you like positive content, I might be I might be your girl. <laughs> you are definitely the girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. 
You're welcome. Liz, how about, how about you? Anything interesting coming up or how do people connect with you? Yeah. So actually some, a little thing that I started doing was these little nature hike YouTube videos. And I, you can find me on Instagram and YouTube. It's Empress underscore Liz 33. And I just make these little corny YouTube videos, but I absolutely love it. And I kind of try to share gems of central New York. So that, cause I think outdoors really helps your mental health as well. No and doubt. So, Go and see that. <laughs> Hopefully you can see some cool things that I, I like water a lot too. So that's great. Keep looking out for that. That's awesome. Jackie, how about you? <sighs> okay. Um, well, you can find me on social media at as jhanks underscore or jhanksrd underscore 725. Um, right now, my husband and I have a merch merch line. I've been designing leggings, Jason, a lot of leggings these days. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I've enjoyed that because I mean, I'll wear them pretty much every day. So it's kind of fun to come with different ideas. And then when you finally get them and people will say, oh, where, you know, where did you get them from? Like, well, I made these. Ah, that's, so cool. that's awesome. Merchant bands. Yeah, Drop a really plug. <laughs> Drop a plug, Jackie. Merchant bands. Merchant bands. Um, yeah. So it's it, but it is links in my bio. I I don't think so, I've ever said that before, but link is in. Tonight, my bio. everybody needs to go check out some leggings and merchant bands, and then they gotta they gotta click over and get some vintage clothing on on Luke Vintage. I'm definitely checking um, out. And and all your clothing needs will be taken care of. Um, <laughs> I I am nowhere cool enough to have the merch that that Mr. Hanks has. Um, so I don't have any merchandise lines that I can drop as a shameless plug. Um, <laughs> so with that, ladies, I thank you very much for your time. I thank you very much for your insight. And I am confident that you, uh, or we were able to bring some value to anybody that there was watching tonight. Um, so with that, I will thank you again. And this is the at the coffee table podcast where we want primetime live tonight and <laughs> talked about you know, just about a little bit of everything and hopefully brought you some value. So with that, take care of yourselves, take care of each other and have a good night.